Welcome to the Shea Speaks podcast, where together we're going to break the chains. We're going to shatter all of those glass ceilings, and we're going to overcome the obstacles that stand between you and the life that God has called you to live. No longer will you say why you can't rise to the next level of you. I don't know about you, but I love me some girl talk. And if you do, pull up a seat and let's get to it. Hey friends, welcome back to the Shea Speaks podcast. And on this week's episode, you're not just going to get to hear from me, but you get to hear from Payson. Hey, what's up guys? The mystery man, um, even though he's not been a mystery for about like, uh, what, six, seven months now. But we're super excited to do this podcast together because we did 75 hard. And as we started documenting on social media, we began to get so many questions about what diet did we follow? How did we stay consistent? What did we do? What was our daily routine? And so we thought, what better way than to come together and just do a podcast, answer all of you guys frequently asked questions, go over all the nitty gritty about 75 hard. And so we're just sitting here hanging out. Payson's literally sitting here in his robe. So we're super just ready to share everything with you guys. Are you excited, Payson? Super excited, uh, super comfy in my robe. <laughs> and I tell you guys to come comfy so that we can have a girl talk, but this time we got good old, good old pee here. So Let's go ahead and jump into this. So for those of you that follow along my journey on Instagram, I've documented for the last, well, we finished what, March 16th? 17th? March 19th. March 19th. Um, and so literally the first three months of the year, we were doing 75 hard. And we documented everything with you guys. We walked you through our workouts, what we ate, the challenges. We showed you our before and afters. And we got an overwhelming amount of people that obviously encouraged us. We're super excited for us. And we actually, what's funny is we started this challenge out with so many people that were like, yeah, we'll do it with you. Out of all the people, we were literally the only people that finished. <laughs> so... I mean, we have some friends that are finishing it up now, so that's super exciting. But I was like, isn't it crazy that we started with so many people and it was legit just us? So what is 75 Hard? So 75 Hard was created by Andy Frisella. He actually has like a self-development motivational podcast. If you don't listen to him, you definitely should. But he created this 75 Hard Challenge and it's not even a physical you know, diet. It's not anything like that. It's all about mental toughness. And so the 75 Hard Challenge is follow a diet, work out twice a day for at least 45 minutes, one must be outside, drink a gallon of water a day, read 10 pages of a non-fictional, you know, aka personal development book, take progress photos every single day, and do not miss out on a single one of those. If you do, you have to completely start over. And so you also cannot have any alcohol for that 75 days. So with that being said, we're going to jump into our most frequently asked questions that we, that I've literally got asked every single day on Instagram, anytime we were doing it. And we're going to kind of go back and forth with each other. So the first question is why did we choose to do it? So when it came to New Year's, I am not somebody that likes New Year's resolutions. I think they're honestly kind of stupid, but I had gotten into this place at the end of 2021 where I was just lazy. I had lost all my self-integrity. It felt like when I said I was gonna do something, I didn't actually do it. I wasn't super excited. I wasn't disciplined towards my goals like I had always been in my business and I just got lazy. You know those like word of the year posts that everybody posts on social media and they're so eloquently worded and they're like, yeah, I'm like that my word is favor because God's going to favor me and they're so beautiful and they have so much impact. Mine was literally accountability. 
January 1st, I chose my word accountability. I always declare a word for the year. If you don't do that, you definitely should. But I was like, it's accountability. And I'm going to tell you what my post literally was. I don't want to be lazy anymore. I want to have self-integrity. I want to make a decision and do it. So I had seen my friends talking about 75 hard. I had seen it on TikTok. I'd seen it on reels. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. And I literally went to Payson and I was like, hey, you want to do 75 hard with me? And he was like, yeah, sure. So why did you decide to do this with me? That pretty much sums up the reason that I decided to do it. Um, she'd asked me to do it a couple months before uh, New Year's was actually there. I think, you know, back in November or some couple months, you know, before the New Year's. I don't also don't believe in New Year's resolutions because I don't think you need a new year or some big change outside to, to change yourself. If you're going to change yourself, it doesn't need to be because it's a 2022 or because it's 2023, if you're going to change yourself, it's because you want to do that because you've had that idea in your head. And so that's actually why we started on January 4th and not January 1st is because I didn't want it to be because we started a new year. I did it because one, I had a little bit of gut and I thought I would lose that because I thought it was a workout challenge. I didn't I later realize that it was a mental toughness challenge, not a workout challenge. Uh, but the main reason was just because uh, you asked me to. With that being said, we just kind of chose and decided that day when I was like, hey, you want to do this with me? He was like, yeah, sure. And we just made that commitment and we decided what day we were going to start. And we literally just went all in. We told everybody we were starting. I posted on social media that I was starting and we literally just decided that day we are doing 75 hard. The next question and probably the most popular question is what was the hardest part? And to be honest with you guys, going into this, I knew that there were a couple things that were gonna be probably a little bit more simpler, but I had not worked out at all. I never drank water. I was not in a space where I felt like I was even following a diet. Like none of these things were what I was currently living. So I knew that it was gonna be tough, but that's the point of the entire challenge. But the hardest part for me, honestly, and what I knew was going to be challenging was drinking the gallon of water. I hate water and it sounds so dramatic. I'm so picky about it. And drinking a gallon of water never got easier for me. It was very difficult. It was something that was, I, and I probably made it more difficult on myself already saying, oh, this sucks. I hate it. But it was definitely the water for me. What about you? Uh, mine would be the time, just, you know, fitting in the stuff, or at least that's what it was in the beginning. I work, you know, 10, 11, 12 hour days and to find an extra hour and a half plus, you know, a little bit of time to read my book and, you know, things like that. It was definitely the... And also, he has a side hustle, okay? He also operates his own business, so don't let him forget that part. So, uh, you know, the timeline actually worked out that I started that business a couple weeks into this. And the reason that I started that side hustle is because I realized after a couple weeks of making sure that I could fit in both of my workouts and stuff was... I didn't have a lack of time problem. I had a time management problem. Boom. And so this helped me realize that I had the time that was there. I just wasn't utilizing my time like I should be. I wasn't maximizing the time for something that was making me better. I was wasting time scrolling through social media or just sitting on the couch. I realized I had so many more hours in the day that were just going by unused and the one thing that you're not going to get back in this life is time and so that's one of the great things that this did for me was open up my mind uh to maximizing my time right and this goes back to if you wanted to you would i hear people say all the time i'm too busy for that i can't make the time for that that's the point of this challenge is we didn't have the time and he especially didn't have the time between working full time, having a side hustle. Um, he travels a lot for work. Like there's always stuff going on and he made that decision to just fit it in there. So 
That is super good. So the next question that we had is how has it changed your life? So I'll let you go ahead and start that one with what do you feel like you took the most from 75 hard? Just, just before we get to that, I just want to just sitting here thinking about the time. How many times would I work a full day and then we would drive to Lubbock or drive here or drive to Oklahoma and we still had the time to mm -hmm. fit in both of our workouts and everything we needed to do. So if, if time is your excuse, that's, that's uh, it's not an excuse. Right. So how's it changed your life overall? The biggest thing that it actually did for me, uh, other than, than the maximizing time, like I talked about earlier was, uh, letting go of short-term gratification. We live in a world of instant approval, instant gratification. You know, if you're bored, you can get on your phone and, you know, TikToks and reels and it's, you can get all of your fulfillment in 30 seconds. But when you're forced to do something over 75 days, you really get to see how awesome the benefits of dedication and putting forth the effort to make something happen is. It's, uh, it's like the, you know, analogy of microwave food versus crockpot food. Yeah, sure, you got your microwave food a lot faster, but how much better did that crockpot food taste? So letting go of the short-term gratification changed my life dramatically. Yeah, and I think why I started 75 Hard was obviously I was tired of being lazy. And if you're anything like me, organization is hard, calendars, planners, scheduling out my days, doing all the things was very difficult for me. And I was like, you know what? It's only difficult because I speak that over myself. I always used to speak over myself that I was a hot mess. And if you followed along on my Instagram, you've known that I have so many ridiculous stories of being an absolute hot mess. But it was because I spoke that over my life. I claimed that I was a disaster unorganized, hot mess, crazy gal. And that's just not true. And so as I did 75 hard, I realized I had the time I had to plan. If you do not plan, you plan to fail in this challenge, truly. And I had to stick to the plan. I had to stick to making sure I knew, okay, tomorrow, when am I going to get my workouts in? Okay, we have to travel five hours. He has to work. How are we going to make sure that we get our first workout in and then have the space because you cannot do them consecutively, by the way. So we had to make sure that we had the time I planned. And so now when I wake up, I naturally say, what am I going to do today? When am I going to get this done? How am I going to make sure I get it all done? And I honestly, if you've been following along, I haven't had a hot mess moment. Like, I feel like I'm not as much of a hot mess as I was when you first met me, right? <laughs> uh, definitely a lot of improvement. I'm a big time organization planner. I write things down. I have a to-do list app on my phone and it has always helped me and to watch Cheyenne walk into, you know, maybe... Uh, a different part of her life where she is more organized is amazing. And it's done so many great things, not just for you know her personal life, but also our relationship as well. Yeah, I was going to add that. So we asked the question, how's it changed our individual lives? But I want to talk about our relationship really quickly because you've actually talked about this a lot with other people of how would you say that it's enhanced our relationship doing this together? For one, it gave us something to build on and work for together. You have so, we live in a, in a world of your individual goals and it's not so much like a team thing anymore, but it gave us something, a common goal that we could work towards together. And it also, you know, like on our walks, it forced us to have, you have 45 minutes of, of uh, walking. You know, I had a lower back surgery and so we couldn't really work out drastically. And so we spent a lot of time just walking around and it forced us to have conversations that we would have never had if we had, you know, something, if we were doing something else or busy doing our own things, it forced us to spend time together and work on ourselves. Because if you're spending that much time with somebody, you want to make sure that it's good quality time. 
Yeah, and I think there's something powerful about when you're growing yourself and you're working out and reading personal development and doing that for you, you're not only getting better for yourself, but you're strengthening your relationship because you're both growing towards that next level with each other. It's not just winning and having these individual wins of seeing incredible results and eating healthier and feeling good. We know that we're both doing it together and we were there to hold each other accountable, cheer each other on. And I truly think that that's why we have such a good relationship. And I'm going to be honest, I feel like our like fighting and our arguments and stuff really subsided throughout the process of it because we did grow so close with it. And that's just something that I have noticed towards the end of 75 hard was just how strong it made our relationship. That is, that is very true. You know, I, I agree a hundred percent with that. Uh, now, one thing I don't want anybody to think is that our relationship was just perfect through the whole thing. There was, there was, <laughs> I've seen a couple people ask, you know, on social media and stuff, do you guys not ever fight? And I'm like, who, I guess they just don't get to see that. You know, sometimes social media can be a mirage, but there was times where our 45 minute walk would start out with a heated five minute conversation followed up by 40 minutes of walking in silence. Silence. Yeah. I'm really glad you said that because gosh, the amount of like, breakthrough conversations we had to have and some of them were incredible but some of them were hard and we like some of them was rough and I will be honest I'm really glad you brought that up okay so the next question is advice to somebody who wants to do it but is held back by one of the specific qualifications or something so I'm gonna kind of jump into this first so when people come to me and they're asking questions and they're posting and swiping up on my story and they're like, I want to do it, but, and that's the whole point of my podcast. It literally talks about it in my trailer. People follow up anything that they ever want to do with an objection, a fear, or a reason as to why they can't. Guys, if anything, that tells me 10 times more why you need to do 75 hard. Because if you're going to follow it with an objection of, I don't want to work out two times a day, or I don't have the time, or I don't this, that is the purpose of 75 hard. It is a mental toughness challenge. It is here to push you out of your comfort zone, to force you to become the best version of yourself, to make you do hard things. This is not meant to be easy. We didn't start this because we had an abundance amount of time because we were already in our best physical, you know, shape. Like we started this because we knew, okay, I'm lazy. I'm out of shape. I'm not following a diet. I never drink water. It's, it's supposed to be difficult. I feel targeted right now. <laughs> Does anybody else feel personally victimized by Cheyenne Knox? Because I'm here to tell you, freaking do it. If the first thing that comes to mind is I want to do it, but you need 75 hard in your life. Yeah. And the one thing that I would say is just jump in. If you sit here and you think about it and you try to find the, the perfect time because you've got this going on or that going on, just jump in because you will talk yourself out of it. There will never be a perfect time for 75 hard. There's never been, never will be, but a darn good starting place is tomorrow. Just right. do it. Just jump in, wake up in the morning, do your workout, get it started because the first day is the hardest day. Just get it started. Just right. do it. Just start. Put one foot in front of the other. It's amazing. Okay, so what diet did you follow? We get asked this a lot because I think people can, just like Payson said, you can get lost in the details and just say, uh, you know what, I'm not going to do it because a confused mind says no. So with our diet, you know, it says in the podcast not to do, like not really to count macros because if you counted macros, I could not eat anything for the first part of my day and then go to eat chocolate cake then I still hit my macros. Um, and so I didn't want to do anything super restrictive because I knew that this was a lifestyle change. And if I did something like keto or something that I couldn't uphold after I was done, 
that it was really going to defeat the purpose. And so I just kind of decided I love to cook and Payson had a really busy schedule. And so honestly, if he didn't have me, he probably would have ate peanut butter and lettuce for 75 days. Peanut butter and lettuce. Yeah, definitely. No <laughs> doubt. Maybe some honey on my peanut butter. I mean, give me some, I, I got some arts and crafts in me. Okay. <laughs> so Culinary. That's not arts and crafts. Right. Culinary skills. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't really have much of that. So when it came to this, I was like, okay, I want to do something that's easy, something I can just meal prep. And so we just ate clean. And what I mean by that is we ate just meats, steaks, chicken, sausage. Um, I cooked a lot of veggies. We ate rice, fish, just things that were very clean, good, and whole for your body. I didn't I made sure that we meal prepped everything because guys, if you don't meal prep, you will fail. I promise you guys, if I didn't have snacks meal prepped, if I didn't have meals meal prepped, it's so easy when you're super hungry to just say, oh, you know what, whatever, I'll just go eat something bad. And that's what happens. And that's why being healthy seems hard is because in a, you know, in a, in your daily lifestyle, you're busy, you're a mom, you're working, you're in college, you're doing all these things, you're wearing all these different hats and juggling all these things that it's just easier to go eat fast food, right? And that's why we all tend to say, oh, new year, new me, we're gonna eat healthy. And then you don't because you didn't plan for it. The whole thing about 75 Heart is planning. And so we meal prepped, we didn't have any fast food, no sodas. Um, obviously when you're drinking a gallon of water, there's not really much room to drink anything else, um, but just no sugars. The only sugars that we had was literally fruit. That was probably it. And we just never went out to eat. We probably ate out like anytime we traveled, that was really the only time because it's super hard to deal with like that temptation. But we just meal prepped. I made his lunch for work. We had snacks prepped, um, you know, just like bold eggs, almonds, trail mix, just quick, easy stuff. Yeah. And I don't know who lied to me when I was younger because I was terrified of eating healthy. I didn't not enjoy one single meal. And that could be because she's such a good cook. Because if I was doing this on my own, it probably would have not had the same effect. But I literally enjoyed the eating healthy was like one of my favorite parts because I feel better. I used to go into what I call a food coma, you know, after you eat lunch or dinner and, you know, I was eating just super bad, unhealthy stuff. But I would go into this trance where all I wanted to do was take a nap and I was lethargic and I couldn't get things done at work. And after about a week of eating healthy and drinking a gallon of water, that completely went away. I was more energetic. I was more alert. I was more focused. And I was enjoying what I was eating more because I knew that I wasn't about to have some drastic crash or drop off in productivity or, you know, all of the other bad side effects that come from eating unhealthy. So eating, it's it's something that I enjoy, you know, continuing and, and always working on is figuring out a way to eat healthy while it still tastes good. But... Mm -hmm. We literally didn't eat any food that wasn't good the entire time. Right. And Pinterest will be your best friend. I just, I made sure I meal prepped because eating healthy, it's obviously more expensive at the grocery store. It just, it's just the way that it is. So I made a meal prep plan. There's a lot of templates you can print off on Pinterest or Google. And I just made out throughout the week. I went shopping once a week just to figure out what we were going to eat. Now there were some times that I did slack that I didn't meal prep and it got hard because I'd have to cook right then and there when I was starving, when I wanted to just eat something else, we made it happen and we made it work. And so healthy does not mean bad. I genuinely feel like when you give your body good things, like I felt so good through 75 hard. We didn't have heartburn at all, which is something we both struggled with before. I never got bloated. I felt good. I had more energy. And so it's just crazy when you give your body what it's actually wanting, how much better you feel. The next question, I'm going to let Payson answer this. This is the number one objection as to why people do not do 75 hard. And it is, oh, 
I was good until I saw the no alcohol for 75 days. Yeah, so uh, just to give you a little backstory uh, and why I'm probably the one answering this question is I, you know, for the last several years of my life, since deep into high school when I was probably a freshman, I have been a avid professional drinker, if you want to call it. I have always drank a lot. I have taken party to the extreme and beyond. And so I was honestly already starting to work on that part of my life, backing off on the drinking before we started this. But I really was worried about that because drinking has just been a part of my life. It honestly became part of why people knew me is because that's I was the guy who had an awesome time. He drank. He could keep up with anybody. He was the guy buying people shots. I'd almost let that consume my identity. So that was a big uh you know, red flag in my book of why I thought I wasn't going to be able to complete it, but it was literally the easiest part of this whole challenge. And I think the reason that most people struggle with it is it's not the alcohol. It is has nothing to do with the fact of drinking something. I think most of the time it comes from the the uh, the peer pressure and the social pressure of what comes along with drinking. People are scared to not be able to go out and hang out with their friends and not have drinks or miss their Saturday night at the bar. I mean, trust me, that was that was me. I was your guy. I love to go hang out at the bar because that's where all my friends were. And that's just not true. It's not, you don't have to have alcohol to still have a social life. Honestly, most of my relationships with some of my best friends have improved drastically now that we've taken alcohol out of the equation. Right. So it's not the it's not the act of drinking that you're going to that people think they're going to struggle with. It's going and hanging out with people because that's all people do is drink with their social interactions. So change your circle and if you don't change your circle you don't, you don't have to necessarily change your, your, your circle, but be upfront with those people and say, hey, look, this is what I'm doing, and I want you to support me in this. And if whoever you're hanging out with isn't going to support you and not drinking for three months, that's probably not somebody you need to be hanging out with anyways. And that's a time to go back and listen to my last episode of my podcast talking about leveling up your circle because that could not be more true. And to be honest, alcohol was the easiest part for me because I'm not a big drinker. I never drank before. And, you know, walking through this with Payson, it's been super incredible watching that because going from real thinking that that's what you needed to get through life and to have fun and seeing how much like you can still have fun. And honestly, there's a lot of people that I've talked to and I've had a couple of friends that have finished 75 hard. And one of my friends was talking about it and she was like, it showed me when I'm in a social situation, how much more fun I can have when I find out what actually brings me joy. When I'm not drinking and I can be 100% myself, I was able to find the things that make me happy, the things that I do for fun. And when I'm out, I actually got to remember and enjoy those moments. And so that's just kind of something to remind you guys of. And I think Payson's answer you know, nailed it on the head. One more thing on yeah. that. I challenge you to, even if you're not starting this or you know if this you decide this isn't for you, which I definitely think it is for you, even if you don't, but... Go out and hang out with your friends one time while they're all drinking and you stay sober. It will totally change your perspective of what you thought a good time was because most of the time you'll look back and be like, Are, do, we, do we really do that? Is that what we do for fun? <laughs> yeah. I cannot believe that this is what we call fun right. because it'll change your whole perspective. How do you hold yourself accountable to doing 75 hard? So I honestly know if I didn't do this without Payson, 
I would have failed on day one. <laughs> like I did day one and day two, I woke up and physically hurt. I was so sore. It was like the kind of sore where you have to put your hands down on the toilet and assist yourself in sitting down because you physically cannot operate your body right. That's how I felt. I was defeated. I was so frustrated. I was honestly embarrassed at how bad it was. And literally all I did was two 45 minute workouts and I couldn't function. And Payson, honestly, he already had an incredible mindset and he'll probably tell you otherwise, but he had such an amazing mindset even before 75 hard. And so having him there to cheer me on and encourage me and tell me what my end goal was, I would have never been able to do this without him. And so if this is something that if you do have a spouse or you're in a relationship, I really encourage you to do this with them or find a friend to do this with if you're not in a relationship, because it is so much better doing it with somebody who can hold you accountable. Just wanted to let you know, I'm obviously, like I said earlier, big planner, big note guy, big to-do list guy. The first sentence in my uh, notes here for the importance of doing it with someone, these were not written together, is I would have never finished on my own. Uh, having somebody there is is huge. You know, I, you know, sure, I did have a strong mindset. You know, I shout out to my family up in Oklahoma, taught me how to work out and how to have a strong mindset. But keeping your your motivation going in the right direction, you know, I would start focusing on other things and start to slack off on this and have somebody to hold you accountable and somebody that you know you have to get up for. Because sure, there were mornings I did not want to get up and go on a 45-minute workout when it was 25 degrees outside. Right. But I had somebody else that was counting on me. I did not want to let Cheyenne down. I didn't want to hinder her progress because I didn't want to go do something. Right. Yeah. And I mean, the amount of times that Payson held my hair when I threw up and watched me as I bawled my eyes out. Day eight was probably the first day that we, I remember the exact spot on our workout. We pretty much did the same route every day so we could start kind of tracking our time and how much better we were getting. And I remember it was the first day and I was like, oh my gosh, I actually feel okay. I didn't throw up that day. I didn't cry that day. <laughs> There, there was a lot of body fluids going on. There was tears. There was throw up. not a throw up guy. Uh, really not even a tear guy. I guess I'm getting there. But yeah, a lot of body fluids coming out. And yeah. it's okay. It's okay. It happens. It was rough. It really was. But I'll tell you, that is when I started understanding the point of the challenge, to be honest with you. I realized I am so much stronger than I think I am. I started realizing my own capabilities, my own strengths, that I was actually seeing progress because I didn't necessarily see a physical change until about two and a half weeks into it when I got on the scale. And honestly, I think that's the best part is about 75 hard is the daily progress pictures because every day I was able to get a win. I was able to see and then Payson started seeing it. And seeing that I was changing and it was honestly super awesome to see that in each other because I was excited for him. He was excited for me. I felt better. I was more confident in my own skin. And what's crazy is both of us, we didn't start this to lose weight. I didn't feel a lack of confidence when I started this. I didn't feel like I was overweight, but now like we lost 74 pounds. Can we just pause for a second? We lost 74 pounds together. And to know that we didn't actually start this challenge for weight loss, but that's what we got in the process of becoming the best versions of ourselves. I freaking love 75 hard for that. Yeah, as as do I. It was awesome. I didn't know that I had 50 pounds to lose, to be honest with you. I, I genuinely didn't see that either. I didn't see that I needed to lose weight before. And it's just, it's an incredible part of it. And so y'all, if you've been wanting to do 75 hard and you've been thinking about it, just jump in. And you know, something that I noticed and realized 
probably about a month before we finished was it was never an option for us to not complete 75 hard. And he's over here shaking his head because we genuinely started this with never having quitting as an option. If you have quitting as an option and you have a plan B, you will choose that every single time. And so you must remove quitting off the table. It must be something that is like in game, you are doing it, you are committing to it because I saw so many people. I mean, he was recruiting people like it was his job when we started 75 hard. I mean, he was on the phone. He was calling people, texting people. He got half of his family to do it with him. And I'm like, this is literally, if you got commission, you would be a millionaire. Hey, if you need some motivation, figure out a way to reach out. I will talk to you. I will help keep you pumped. I will get you motivated in whatever way you need help, man. And I guarantee you, he will do the job. But he had all these people starting with us and so many people gave up and it was on hard because I'm like y'all you know the people that give up were the people that needed it most and it's because they from the beginning were like I don't think I can do this like I'm just gonna quit I'm gonna I'm just struggling you just have to say this is what I'm doing this is my goal and I'm not going to stop and we just it was never an option we never actually like we're like oh yeah we're gonna quit this like it was never even crossed my mind I never even thought about that until you just said it that it ever even was an option to quit right. save all those things that you want to do it'll make it'll make victory so much sweeter say you want to have say you want to go have some drinks with some friends or uh, you want to have a lazy day set that as a goal figure out what day on the calendar you're going to be done after you know SARS was 19th so March 20th you bet yourself that we had a full meal planned out we had our whole day planned out and so anytime it got hard or it got tough I thought about this perfect day that we had planned in our head and how sweet that moment was going to be when we pushed ourselves through and we actually finished it and to tell you that it was an awesome victory is is underselling it by far. And I think it's funny, though, because as far as the food goes, I looked forward to biscuits and gravy 75 days straight. Um, and Taco Bell, y'all know, is my, like, <laughs> I just right beside Payson on how much I love it. Um, but when it comes to that, honestly, though, when we ate the food, it wasn't as great as I thought it was going to be. It really wasn't. I I was kind of disappointed. Uh, any of but any of you who were following along uh, with our social media know that I was jonesing for a patty melt with from, some gravy from, from Waterburger. Yeah. You got to get the Whataburger. The um, and unfortunately, it was it was kind of a letdown. You know, it was it was still good, but I still you know what came back immediately was those crashes that I had, and I was so like, bad. yeah, it is not that good. Right. So we're excited for you guys and we're cheering you on. I think that it's an incredible challenge and looking back on it now, it really did change my life. It showed me how capable I truly am, how much stronger of a person and just how much stronger my mentality is than I thought it was. And doing it with somebody, especially your spouse, like it strengthened our relationship so much. We did this. And what's crazy is when we first started and we downloaded the app, it's the 75 hard app and we, he, okay. <laughs> our personality. <laughs> Y'all don't even, I'm let, oh my goodness. Let me take over the app part of this thing. He completed it every day. Like it was again, his full-time job. I probably went six or seven days without doing it and would finally catch up. It just never fulfilled me and I hated it, but I also knew that I wasn't going to miss anything because he had it so together. He wouldn't allow me to forget anything, but the 75 heart app, if you're doing it alone, you probably should do it. 
You should probably just get the app regardless. That's what you you need it. You you need those little victories of hitting the. Ch- I love to do list. It it lets you hit the box and it gives you a little check mark and then when you're done it says completed and it shows you how many days you have left. It's awesome. Get the app. I wish you guys could see the smile on his face over this 75 hard app. He just loves organization and I don't, but you know, if I was doing it by myself, I would have. But when we first started it, it shows you 75 days like all out in one page. And I remember when we first started, we were like, this is never going to end. Like this is going to be a five year challenge. And then it literally went from like the first couple of weeks that felt like it was going by like turtle pace. And then we were done. Like it happened so quickly. And so for those of you that are looking at it, like, oh my gosh, this is 75 days, three months of my entire life. It will be done before you even know it. It is, and it is, uh, it is not an easy challenge. I mean, just read the name, 75 Hard. Hard. If you're, worried, if you're saying, I don't want to do it because it's going to be hard, you're the person who needs to get up and do it. You need right. to challenge yourself. It is not supposed to be easy. It is a mental toughness challenge. If it's easy, it's not worth it, and if it's worth it, it ain't going to be easy. So get up and do it. Change your life. Get off of the couch, you know, change your diet, lose the weight, quit drinking with your friends every weekend, change your life because you don't owe it to anybody else but yourself. And we're going to end it on that. That was a total mic drop, babe. I'm This podcast was absolutely what I wanted it to be. Thank you so much for tuning in with us and just... I'm excited to see this version of yourself that you step into. And this is the first step of just taking that accountability and ownership over your own life. It is only one life. You live it once and you may as well be the best version of yourself into it. So with that being said, we're going to end this out with a Shay Speaks question. And something that I get asked all the time is, how did you know that Payson was the one? And I will tell you, I get messages all the time of people asking for advice about the relationships they're currently in or just looking and seeking that desire of just wanting to be with somebody. And I'll tell you, I found myself in my last relationship always just praying and asking God, you know, is this the person that I'm meant to be with? You know, if this is show me a sign, it used to be a joke that I was like, just drop a leaf, drop a tree, give me a specific sign that I would know. And it wasn't until I prayed that for probably 757 times in a row that I was like, that is my sign. That is God showing me. I should not be praying, asking every single day if this is the person I'm supposed to be with. And when I met Payson, there were a lot of things that we went through and walked through when we first met each other that I was like, there's no way this is not the man for me. And we've grown and walked and I can't wait to share that story with you guys one day. But I have never once prayed that about Payson. We pray every single night together and I pray obviously so many times throughout the day and I've never thought, you know, is this the man for me? It's just, I find myself praying more saying thank you for God bringing this person into my life. And I feel like if you find yourself praying more, asking God if this is the person for you, chances are it's not because you're going to feel just this overwhelming amount of just gratitude and thankfulness that God placed this person into your life. And I felt that every single day for almost a year since I first got introduced to Payson through the good old app that we found each other on. (laughs) So crazy that that's how it started. Uh, I have always struggled with commitment issues and, you know, giving myself fully to really any one thing. I didn't even go to the same high school for more than two years. I am a move on kind of guy, protect myself. And when I looked up one day and I realized that I wanted to be a better person, not for her, but she wanted to, she made me want to be a better person for me. 
I really slowed down and I started to look and I started to think and I said, man, God literally put this woman, this person, this awesome angel in your life to better you. When I looked up and I started to better myself because of who was in my life, that is when I knew that I had something special right in front of me. I love it. I love it. So we're super thankful for you guys. Tune in every single Wednesday for a new episode and have an incredible day and we will chat with you next week. Bye y'all. Stay spoke. I just want to say thank you so much for listening this week and for hanging out with me. I hope that you took away some golden nuggets that you can apply to your daily life and you're finding the growth that you've been looking for. I know what it's like to be a woman in a world filled with doubt. And I hope that you're finding those things here that can actually help you live out the more that you're called to. If you head on over to my Instagram at Savache, I'm a lot more fun over there. And I know I told you that I'd be your personal hype girl. So you're going to find more hype over there. Click the link in my bio. There's actually a link called Ask Shay, and that is a space for you to submit any questions that you have for me. And then each week, I'm actually going to select one of those questions and I'm going to answer it on my podcast live for you. And who knows, maybe your question's going to be the lucky one that week. But before you go, make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss any of our girl talk. Next time, bring your coffee, maybe even your PJs, anything that you need to be extra comfortable because we have a lot to cover here. This is the Shay Speaks podcast, and I cannot wait to continue this conversation here next week.